0: Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. I'm Danny, registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, and CEO of Pivot Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to share my all foods fit approach and real life client success stories to inspire you to pivot away from all the fad diet nonsense and confusion. My goal is to simplify nutrition so you can enjoy foods you love like donuts and pizza and still achieve your health, performance, and body composition goals. everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast. On the last episode, I had Dr. Heather Finley on, and we talked about gut health. We talked about bloating. We discussed a little bit of constipation. Today, I have a guest in studio, and it's the perfect episode to follow up with Dr. Heather because... This success story is actually a gut health slash diarrhea success story. So welcome, Abby, to the podcast. Yes, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited that Abby is willing to share her story, first <laughs> of all, because I think most people that have diarrhea or mm-hmm. constipation are embarrassed and they don't want to talk about yep. it and i'm sure it's not something you talk about all the time with like <laughs> your friends and your husband but i'm so i'm so grateful that you're going to share your success story mm-hmm. it's not a typical success story for me as you know i work with a lot of athletes and sustainable weight loss so it was really fun to to truly help you achieve your goals mm-hmm. You reached out in October of 2022. It's already been six months. Yep. Yeah. Which is wild. I feel like I've known you forever. I know.
1: We, we grew close fast. I, I feel know. like.
0: You guys can't see Abby, but she's like the cutest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> and when Abby applied for coaching, she actually didn't write much in her application, mm-hmm. it was very short and not very specific. Yeah. When I ask in the application, says, What specific goals are you working towards? She said, and I quote, understanding how to heal my gut mm-hmm. and have a healthy digestive system. <laughs> and I'm like, this is very vague. Yep. And then mm-hmm. once we got on the phone, I was like, okay, yeah. this got real, real quick. Yep. <laughs> so can you share with our listeners a little bit more specifically of what you were struggling mm-hmm. with six months ago and how you felt in general?
1: Yeah. Um. So I think like the key moment of when I wanted to reach out to someone was when I was driving back home to Aberdeen and like, I had to stop probably three times to just relieve myself because I just had constantly had bowel movements. I had diarrhea probably just like three to five times a day. Like it was just a mess and I knew it was I just had a feeling that it was related to my gut. Like I just knew something was up just because of my past and, um, I was like, this is it. I'm done dealing with this and I'm going to talk to someone. And then that's when I looked you up and you were like the first name that popped up. On Google, right? Yeah. (laughs) You Googled it. And
0: we're both in Grand Forks, which is funny that you found me on Google, not on like Instagram or Facebook.
1: Yep. Uh And I remember reading your bio and it was basically saying, you guys don't like restrict, like you love food. Like it was all this stuff that I wanted because I knew if I. I didn't want to count calories. Like it was all these things. So I, I wanted to find the right fit. And like, once I read your bio, I just called you right away and was ready for it. Yeah,
0: for sure. And Mm -hmm. how long is that drive to Aberdeen? Because the listeners are like, well, how long is this drive? Yeah,
1: it's about three and a half, four hours. So So in a four
0: hour drive, you had to stop three times to go to the bathroom. Yes. And
1: it's like a long period of time that I had to stop. So it was just a, I was so frustrated. I remember going home and talking to my parents and my husband and, I was just like, I need to do something about this because I don't know how to fix it. So that's like I said, when I reached out to you. So,
0: right. And you're so, you're young, you're mm-hmm. a newlywed. Yep. Like diarrhea sucks in general, <laughs> but when you're like cute and newly married, it's yeah, like, you don't that's not deal fun with at it. all. <laughs> and then I was like, this is not good. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So you reached out and you're yep. like, I need help. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. And and it was kind of exciting for both of us because I don't get a lot of mm-hmm. clients or cases like this. Yeah. So it it was it was fun for both of us, and you were you were willing to do whatever it takes. And I think that's most
1: people. Because mm-hmm. how long was this chronic diarrhea? Like it wasn't just months. Mm, yeah. It was probably since I was a freshman in college till now, and I'm out of college. So yeah, one and a half two years. Like I just continuously dealt with this diarrhea so
0: one and a half to two years yeah of diarrhea and you have a really busy job yes where you don't really have like that many breaks where you can like go to the bathroom
1: yes a hundred percent so like I said I was like I was at a breaking point I was like I need to fix this and I need to figure out what's going on so
0: yes yes So, and we're going to dive into some triggers of diarrhea, Mm -hmm. but before, let's define it. I know most people are like, Danny, we know what diarrhea is, (laughs) but technically, so the definition of diarrhea is watery, loose stools three or more times per day. So that's you, it's three to five times per day. Diarrhea can be acute. It can be chronic, which is yours, right? Mm -hmm. I would say two years is pretty chronic. Yeah. And Or it can be on and off. And one thing that I learned from Dr. Heather, who was on the podcast last week, is that if diarrhea comes and goes, it actually might be constipation. So a specific example would be that you're constipated for a few days, then you have diarrhea, then you go back to having constipation for a few days, and then you have diarrhea again. Mm -hmm. So... It's a cycle that repeats itself, and this is actually called overflow diarrhea, which is a severe form of constipation. And to fix this, we need to treat it more like constipation, not diarrhea. Mm-hmm. But in your case, it was chronic diarrhea. Yep, yep. Three to five times a day, two years. And one of the first things that we we should do is determine the trigger. That's mm-hmm. number one Two figuring out how we're going to manage this diarrhea. Things that are common triggers are lack of fiber, dehydration, stress. Everybody's stressed. Uh, certain food are food additives mm-hmm. or nervous system regulation. And We'll dive into more specifically uh, triggers and foods and food additives. Um, but some people have no idea how their gut health issues came about, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people, they just like have diarrhea one day and then it just doesn't doesn't go away for for months or constipation, yes. but you have a good idea of how this all started. Do you mind sharing yeah. that story? Yeah,
1: yeah. So in high school, um, I was really involved in sports. I was a soccer player. I played basketball. Um, with my concussions and injuries, my doctor said I couldn't play sports anymore. So that was like super triggering to me, and I was worried about not exercising enough and um, basically how my body would change. So I really started restricting a lot and that kind of led to disordered eating. Um, and with that, I also started exercising a lot with the running. So I, I was a big runner and I still love running, um, but I, I managed it a little bit better, but I would more run for the point of losing weight. And so I think the worst um, when it when it got really bad was when I moved to Grand Forks my freshman year, because I think with change and moving away with disordered eating, you like want to control things. So I was all out of control because I was in a new element, a new town trying to find friends. So it was it was hard. Um, So when I started changing my mindset through my faith and um, just building a relationship with God, I. I, I really started to of have a different mindset about food. And so I started to change my eating habits, but I think I was just confused on what to do because I, I destroyed my stomach so much from restricting. Um, and so that's when, like I said, I reached out to you because I just, I didn't know what I was doing and I was eating more, but I still was having this diarrhea and I didn't know what foods were causing it or what was even happening in my stomach. So um, that's just kind of a little backstory on and how I kind of knew it was my gut And and how disordered eating played into that. So definitely. And,
0: you know, right now I'm in Dr. Dr. Heather's like gut health deep dive six month course for practitioners. Mm -hmm. And in this course, there's a lot of eating disorder specialists because people that have eating eating disorders or that have had them in the past yeah. typically you see a lot of gut health related problems yep. and if you do a stool test mm-hmm. on these individuals usually you see a lot of imbalances or dysbiosis and and we'll dive into that but it's it's just I want the listeners to be aware that like, hey, if you've had a past eating disorder mm-hmm. and you have some GI symptoms, like it's it's not uncommon. Yeah. Like you are not alone. Yes. But the best part is you can fix it. Yes. Because we did. We <laughs> yes. fixed it. um So within 24 to 48 hours, like it might have even been 24 hours of yep. our very first coaching session.
1: Yeah. You no longer had diarrhea. Yep. Yeah, I remember messaging you because usually when I would wake up in the morning, that's when I would have my bowel movements and it would be pretty loose. And I remember texting you. I was like, I can't poop this morning. Like it's a. It was a good, not like constipated feeling, but it was just like I didn't have to have this loose bowel movement. So yeah, because we
0: met on a Friday <laughs> yeah. around lunch, and yeah. you texted me Saturday. Mid morning, and you're like, it hasn't happened, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Um, and even though we were excited, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome, but yes. we still have some work to do. Yes. Yes. Um, yep. So let's talk about a few things that we did, mm-hmm. and that people can do to manage diarrhea. Now, again, this is going to be a list. Of a lot of things. You mm-hmm. don't have to do them all. Some yep. of them may or may not work for you, but these are some of the things we did and some general diarrhea management recommendations. And a lot of them are gut health yep. general as well. Like these are a lot of things that we would recommend for general gut health. Mm-hmm. So, number one is ensuring adequate fluids and electrolytes when it comes to. Gut health and hormone health, which are highly connected, which we talked about last week on the podcast, like minerals and mineral rich foods are huge, Mm -hmm. huge, huge, huge. So you started eating more like variety in general. We had a mineral
1: cocktail thing going on. Yep. I drink some coconut water, too. Yep. And that was water. Yeah. Uh That
0: is a natural source of electrolytes. So if you don't want to. Buy something like Gatorade, which has, you know, artificial colors, Mm. and some of them have a lot of sugar. Some of them have artificial sweeteners, which we'll talk about in a hot minute. Um, Coconut water. Yeah. So you were doing coconut water, and then we added some other stuff to that, which we're (laughs) going to hit soon. Yes. So that's number one, ensuring we're adequately hydrated and not just water. Mm -hmm. I've said this on multiple past episodes that sometimes water alone is not enough we live in a mineral depleted society where we're getting enough food mm-hmm. but we're not getting enough minerals mm-hmm. and vitamins so this is this is key it's about quality not just quantity yep number 2 was increasing foods that are helpful for binding the stool mm-hmm. aka foods that are typically higher in soluble fiber. Yeah. So, I'm going to list them out and then you can chime in and uh tell the listeners like which one worked better for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um foods that are typically helpful for binding stool, bananas, mm-hmm. berries, oranges, sunflower seeds, oat bran, oats, plums, sweet potatoes, ground flaxseed, cooked carrots, cooked broccoli. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the oats honestly like I wouldn't eat breakfast in the morning, but I started making oatmeal and I would add the ground flaxseed in. I would do my berries. I would do the protein with the almond butter. And that was like a huge thing that I think was helpful for me. And then the cooked veggies that just like was so nice for my stomach instead of raw veggies. And I know we talked about that. Um, I mean, even stir fries, like I would add my cooked veggies and that was so easy. And um, yeah, that was very helpful for my stomach. So those are kind of the key ones for me. Um, I know the bananas, I I the yellow bananas were tough on my stomach, but then the green bananas we figured out were a little yeah, bit. Yeah, slightly better. greener, yes. a little bit more
0: resistant starch.
1: Yes, yep. Uh-huh. But and yeah. that's
0: the key with the veggies, especially yep. if you eat a lot of veggies. I eat like a huge salad every day, but if you're trying to manage diarrhea, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can't have raw veggies at all or ever. It's just while we're trying to manage these yep. symptoms cooked veggies are likely going to do better for you, and in small amounts. Yes. Like half a cup, not three cups. Yes. And then, because it's a lot of slowly adding in Mm -hmm. so that we can manage these symptoms, and now you don't have that much... Like at the beginning, we got pretty aggressive just because it was like two years worth. And we're like, okay, let's be a little bit more aggressive at the beginning. And then we started reintroducing almost everything back in.
1: Yes. Yes. Yep. Um,
0: Number three is adding a fiber powder to bulk up the stool. So Mm -hmm. you
1: added, which one did you add? The Metamucil I added. Um, Yeah, I think I just added that Metamucil. Um, into my water, so I would do it in the morning, and then I would do it at night, and then we kind of cut back a little bit, just just yep, in the after morning. a few months.
0: Yeah, and so another, you know, Metamucil is the brand name, but the the general name is psyllium husk. Yes, yep. And one of the thing, like Metamucil and these psyllium husk, and I I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it. right I'm pretty sure it's a silent p. Psyllium, <laughs> psyllium. <laughs> um is that they have a lot of different varieties when you went to the store you yeah. sent me a picture like which one because there is, like six different ones but because artificial sweeteners mm-hmm. and sugar alcohols yes. are not gut friendly yep. I said get the regular one mm-hmm. that is you know lightly sweetened with cane sugar
1: yes yep so and and that's funny because in my past I would do all sugar free like
0: your coffee my right? coffee I
1: always put sugar free syrup in like Anything that I could get sugar-free, I would do, and I think that also affected my gut health. So, when you told me that, I was like, okay, this is okay. This, yeah, yeah. And it made it taste good, too, so that was nice. But Yeah, and
0: it's not a lot. It's like a few grams. Exactly, yeah. Um, number four, and this one's pretty obvious mm-hmm. in just a general health, avoiding uh, fried or greasy foods. Those, those don't sit well with most people. Yes. Yep. Um, avoiding or limiting or eliminating dairy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We did this, when we did this, I said, this is temporary because you did not have a lactose like allergy. Yes. But you did notice that some lactose containing Mm -hmm. foods already didn't sweat. Well, I said, let's take it out for 30 days. Yep. So if you are struggling with chronic diarrhea, I would recommend taking it out for four weeks or 30 days and then reintroducing it back in. So that's what we did. And we figured out that. Some things you could still tolerate, like you could add like a sprinkle of cheese yep, to your exactly. food, yep. like Parmesan set really well. Yes, yep. But then when we reintroduced Greek yogurt after 30 days, that yeah. did not go well.
1: It didn't go well, yeah. So that's something that I kind of cut back on. But like you said, like I could do cheese a little bit, um, even like a little bit of like creamer in my coffee, like wouldn't upset my stomach. So it was specific um dairy products so right yeah
0: and then i know you made i think you made a banana bread recipe which had greek yogurt within it and that was fine yes when it's cooked yeah cooked dairy was fine so again it's yeah this is where it gets individualized and you gotta figure out what works
1: for you yeah and i think that's what's so special about your program danny It's so individualized and Um, I think that's why I loved it so much. We continuously just talked about what we could do and what would fit me best. So I think that was awesome. So
0: Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Number six, we already mentioned it, avoiding or limiting sugar Mm -hmm. alcohols and artificial sweeteners. Now, if you're not sure what sugar alcohols are or what they look like, if you look onto a label, they're going to end with OL. So things like sorbitol, erythritol. You'll typically find sugar alcohols in things like chewing gum, which... Honestly, is not helpful for Mm -hmm. managing bloating. So if you struggle with bloating, like chewing gum is one of those things that I would recommend taking out almost Mm -hmm. immediately. Um, And a lot of things that taste sweet but don't have sugar. Yes. (laughs) Like diet. Products that are diet marketed, like low sugar, high protein bar. Well, why is it wrapped in chocolate and why does it <laughs> taste like chocolate? Yep. And I'm not saying sugar alcohols are bad. Yeah. I'm saying that. It might not be helpful if you are trying to deal with these types of symptoms. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Avoid or limit alcohol Mm -hmm. and caffeine because both speed up gut motility. Mm. And you weren't doing that much caffeine at the beginning.
1: Yeah, no. I think, yeah, probably two years ago I would drink a lot of coffee just during college and stuff. But yeah, I, it, that was really easy for me to do. I just would maybe do a cup of coffee a day and that was good. And we just good. did the
0: non-sugar-free. Yes, exactly. That was the swap we did. Yep. And then the other thing is more of kind of the, when we talked mm. about triggers, like that that nervous system regulation. So having meals in a more calm environment. Last week with Dr. Heather, we talked about how often people think it's, it's the foods that they're eating that are causing a lot of these issues. But oftentimes it's, how we eat the food. It's it's our environment yeah. when we are eating. Yeah. So things that we really worked on was deep breaths before meals to really kind of calm the body because if we're in a stressed state,
1: mm-hmm.
0: our GI we're not gonna digest foods as efficiently and effectively because the body's in this fight or flight. Yeah. And then you eat and you're trying to digest and the body's like, no, like when we're in fight or flight, the last thing the body's going to focus on is food digestion. (laughs) Like, again, we're running away from a bear here. (laughs) Um, Other things is slowing down while we're eating. I have some clients who eat really fast Set a 10 minute timer and I challenge them to make their food last the 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when you think about 10 minutes, it goes by really fast. Yeah. If you're doing certain things like watching Netflix, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Um, but when you're eating a meal, I would say most people, when they do this ten minute timer challenge, they eat their plates in less than five minutes.
1: Yes. Yeah. That was me. I would eat really fast, and I'm lucky enough to have like an hour break lunch, so I can go home and I can do these kind of steps to get my body prepped. So.
0: Right. And if you're and if you're struggling with bloating or mm. diarrhea or concert any GI related issues. I highly recommend implementing these more lifestyle kind of meal habits because they really do make a big difference. Mm -hmm. And the other one is chewing, which we talked about with Dr. Heather last week. It's one of those things that people are weird about like almost embarrassed to like thoroughly chew their food Mm -hmm. but chewing is step one of digestion
1: yeah um so help your body out and chew your food (laughs) yes I remember when you said applesauce consistency and I was like oh this is gonna be weird but I mean (laughs) it it helps (laughs) helps. so it really does it really
0: does and at the beginning it's gonna feel forced and awkward but then it's gonna feel more normal just like anything else that you do consistently Uh, other other things that help manage diarrhea and improve gut health overall. Stretch man, stress management. Mm-hmm. We touched on that this a little bit. Specific examples of things to do: meditation, deep breathing, like box breathing, mm. not just before you eat, but in the morning before you go to bed. Meditation, gratitude journaling, and another one, unrelated to stress management. Passion flower tea can
1: also help calm the stomach, mm. and that's something with like. My coffee i started having tea more and so i think that was really helpful also i think tea can be a a big help to gut health so yeah
0: Yes, it's it's something that I've been doing more. Yeah, yep. Now that I'm pregnant.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoop whoop.
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen on Instagram, it's a thing, and now tea is my new thing because yes. because nausea. <laughs> oh, that's not, awesome. Not very fun. Yeah. Um, now we did a lot of things to manage the diarrhea mm-hmm. itself, but because of your past eating disorder, we decided to dig a little deeper. Because your goal was not just to manage diarrhea. You yep. didn't even mention that on your application. Yeah. You wanted to improve your overall gut health. Yes. And feel your best because you had low energy. Yeah. You were getting sick really often because yep. you work with small children every yes, day. correct. And they're always sick and yep. getting each other sick and yep. the providers. So do you want to share what you did so that we could figure out what
1: our next steps were? Yeah. So I did a stool test. So... What happened is I I basically caught my poop, <laughs> and then I it was really easy. I just sent it in, so um, to the lab. She didn't send lab. it to me, not to, to Danny. Do
0: <laughs> I don't get these
1: these samples. So they just I sent it in, and then how long did it take? I don't remember. Like three weeks. Three weeks. It was really quick, and then we got my results back. Yeah, which we have here. Yeah, and so it was really easy, really simple. And I think the biggest thing it made me feel like I was. Like, right. Like, this is what you were validated. Yes, exactly. You were
0: like, why is this happening? Why does my body feel broken? Yes. And again, like the things we implemented while we waited for the results, because I told you like, hey. We're not going to get these results back for at least three weeks. There's a lot we can do until then to manage the symptoms and to start to improve your gut health. Mm -hmm. Once we get the results back, we're going to have a more clear path. We're going to have, okay... This is what's going on deep down. And the cool thing is, a lot of the recommendations based on the results, we were already doing. Yes. And that was a really fun feeling for you. You're like, I'm already doing half these things. Yes, and I
1: already was feeling better. So it just yeah, it validated me. Yeah, for sure.
0: I love I love when people choose to invest in the testing, especially mm-hmm. when they have chronic Issues, yes, right. It's like okay, like it's been two years. Like yes, we manage the diary, but what what's really going on deep down? Yes, Um, and Mm -hmm. it'll be really fun when because I know you want to retest, maybe at the one year mark, one year anniversary, um, and and see what's going on in the gut then. Yeah, Um, but anyways, getting the results back was really validating, and it just gave us a little additional info to implement some more specific interventions. Mm-hmm. Because, one, and on last week's podcast with Dr. Heather, we talked a little bit about H. pylori. Yes. So you had a little H. pylori. Yes. So we had to take Garrett a bat because <laughs> that causes bloating, and that's not fun. Yep. That's, that's not a good gut bacteria that we want in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's typical with past eating disorders is when we look at our, our good gut bacteria, Mm-hmm. They were mostly low.
1: Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was crazy to see the numbers. Um, I remember even showing my husband. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't have any of that. I mean, I did, but it was just super low, like, of that good bacteria. So,
0: yeah. And in, you know, I guess scientific terms, we would call this dysbiosis. Yep. But basically, a lot of her healthy gut bacteria that help fight off the bad guys, like H. pylori... They were all on the lower end. Yeah. And so we were already doing a lot of the right things by adding resistant starch, adding some more fibers, creating balanced meals and snacks, working on stress management, hydrations, minerals. So there was a lot of things that we were doing. But especially when there's H. pylori involved, we had to do a few specific things to take that guy down.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Another few things that really were validating to you was that two of the the bad guys that were present mm-hmm. where it explains like, oh, what does this mean? It says, yeah. when these are present, it may cause loose stools. Yes. And we were like, bingo! There it is. It, there it is. <laughs> um, so that, that was also, again, like obviously nobody wants to see pathogens or the bad guys show up. Yeah. But they kind of do like it because it's validating. They're like this is why I have chronic diarrhea. This is why I feel bloated. Yes. This is what my eating disorder has caused Mm -hmm.
1: but now I know and now I can fix it. Yes. I think I was more nervous about getting the results and then not. Seeing nothing. Seeing anything. No one wants
0: to see nothing unless it's a different kind of test.
1: Yes. (laughs) True.
0: Right? There are a lot of tests where you want to see nothing. Thing come up. But the gut test, especially when you've you've struggled, yeah. it's like, please let there be something. Yes.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'll continue to say it was super validating. Yeah. And-, and the
0: last thing that popped up is on the last page of your test in the immune response section, mm. your secretary IGA was super elevated. Mm. It was way up there. And this Signifies an elevated immune response to antigens in the gut, which can be caused by chronic dysbiosis, yep. which you had, yep. or food sensitivities, mm. or both. Yes. And you do have a little bit of a lactose yes. food sensitivity, and you had been eating dairy. Yes, for correct. Forever.
1: Yep, yep. I never really, yeah, cut it out or anything, so that was one of them that was um affecting my gut so yeah
0: good times i (laughs) I was so happy when i got these results back and i'm like this makes sense it adds up it's like a puzzle this is how you feel the test showed exactly that yes it just came together like peanut butter and jelly yes we threw in a few supplements yes continued with your nutrition lifestyle interventions and bam six months later you're living your best life feeling great (laughs) and the supplements a lot of them are temporary a lot of these are supplements that we we recommend for 30 or 60 days yep and then we kind of wean off of them we don't want to take those supplements forever
1: yes correct yep and so that's kind of what what we did which was nice because the yeah the supplements were great and yeah, I had some powders to put in my drinks and Yeah, there was stuff a lot of things going on at once. Yeah, like, at first, there was a lot. It was a little, like, mocktail kind but, of drink. But there's not that much going on anymore. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't barely take anything. I do still take my magnesium. Because it's the best. I love magnesium. <laughs> You're the one who told me to take that, too. And I think I've never, like, slept so good. Like, I sleep so good with the magnesium. It, it really does calm you down really well. And then also, like, I think... My craving with sweets went down a little bit, too, when I started taking that. So um, Magnesium is life. I love magnesium.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you mentioned your sleep has significantly improved. I want to finish off with other wins other than the GI and the diarrhea victories. Because that was the main reason you reached out. But I don't think you expected all these other wins.
1: Yes. Yes. I feel like it could go on. Because there's so many things. Let's list like five. Yes. So... I think the biggest thing, I was eating so much more Mm -hmm. and feeling still so good, and I think that was something, like, I thought I was eating enough, like, when I was changing my mindset on disordered eating and everything and started feeling better about it, I thought I was still eating enough, but I wasn't. So I think that was a big thing, that was a win, like, I'm eating so much more now, and It's amazing. Um,
0: Probably why you're sleeping better.
1: Yes, exactly. Eating
0: enough solves most problems.
1: Yes. (laughs) I say this, I think, on every episode. You've listened to my podcast. Yes, I agree. (laughs) I think every episode I say eating enough is the solution. Uh Which you think, like, I mean, my mindset of finding, like, you, I thought maybe, like, like I said, I would have to count calories or, like, I'd have to, like, restrict more and, like, that's what I was afraid of. And that's, I was eating so much more. And so, and I feel good. So that was huge. Clear skin, I mean, in college, I remember even just on my forehead, I would have so many just breakouts. So clear skin was huge. My energy um, strength. So with running, I still run a little bit, but now I'm lifting more. And so I love lifting now. And that yeah, was I told something you to go be a badass and go yes. lift heavy things. <laughs> so that was something that like when you're dealing with disorder, eating, you don't want to lift because you're afraid to gain weight. So like. I feel so good while lifting. Like I lift with my husband now and he loves it and I'm doing pull ups. Yeah, you are. I love pull ups. I'm up to four. Yes.
0: So. <laughs> the goal was to get to five, right? Yes. We're on our way.
1: So that was great. Um I'm sick less often and then I'm also cooking more. So that's great. Like I feel like when I was growing up I never really cooked a lot or anything. And then when I went to college I kind of just saw my own and I had to learn on my Doing own. Doing college so. things. Yes. Yeah, so all like the fun recipes you've given me. The I feel like you're obsessed with the beef and broccoli. I was broccoli. just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the beef and broccoli I love. I feel like I was on a streak of just making it so and much. And I was like, let's change things
0: <laughs> up because variety.
1: Is huge. Food variety is yes. huge
0: when it comes to gut health. Again, if you did not listen to last the last episode of Dr. Heather, she talked yeah. about how When it comes to improving gut health and really thriving, like 30 plants a week. Yes. And I was like, all right, girlfriend, I know you love the beef and broccoli, but let's
1: change things up. Change it up. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I think, and just being creative with it, too, like... Like, for example, like I made a cherry chocolate smoothie and that was in Dr. Heather's book. And you can add flax seeds. You can add all this good stuff for your gut. And so that was I mean, that's been awesome. I had some solid
0: cherry chocolate ice cream last week.
1: Yeah. The smoothie was amazing. You'll have to try it. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) I will. I have the book. Yes. You'll have to try it. But yeah, cooking more. like my husband was excited because like we're cooking together and he loves the food that I'm cooking, too. It's not like I'm cooking. This weird food. I hope he's like, cooking
0: some of the meals for yes, you sometimes.
1: Yes, he's helping a lot. He's learning how to cook also. So it's been great. Like, those are just some things. Like, I feel like there's multiple more things that just, uh, it just is awesome. It's been awesome, and I feel good, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm feeling great. And, and that's so, the number
0: one thing. Like, yeah. I think people come to us for very specific things like mm-hmm. diarrhea, weight loss, But I think the biggest win of all is feeling amazing overall. Yes. Like you are walking around like just a ray of sunshine and you can just like tell that you feel awesome.
1: Yes. Yes. So true. And I think I think people can tell that I'm excited about it, too, because I'll talk about it all the time. Like I'll go home and and just tell all the things that I'm learning by you and just continue to cook and tell them what I'm cooking. And I think it's the excitement of just like knowing that I feel good. I'm learning so much and I'm continuing just to. I guess grow. So, you might have a different career path in five years (laughs) because you're so passionate about it. I was like, you might become a gut health dietitian. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. I just, it's so interesting once you kind of dive deep into it. So, and I'm glad I did because I would still be the same. I think for sure would be the same if I didn't come and, you know, change my habits. If nothing
0: changes, nothing changes. Yes.
1: 100%. Well,
0: thank you so much for sharing your story with (laughs) me and our listeners. It was so fun to have you in the studio and talking about
1: this. Yes, I agree. Thank you.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the channel and share with one friend who would benefit from this message. Need help with your nutrition? Find me on Instagram at V R D or visit our website, PivotNutritionCoaching.com. Thanks for listening.